It was one hell of a day for quarterback Sam Darnold. Move it, lady! Came about no meeting. Peter, I am hey, sorry. I passed for 3,500 yards last season, and I ain't even gonna touch a football until you get off your fat rich asses and renegotiate my bullshit contract. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy with the language, buddy. There are ladies present. Shut the hell up, rich boy. I want more money. Or y'all can just suck my... Ooh. I warned you. You went down like a sack of potatoes, I'll tell you that much. Come on. Come on, big man. I'm so daisy. Damn it, monsieur. It's football. What's the problem with the contract? No, I figured if I played well, I'd renegotiate and get more money. If you didn't play well, could we renegotiate and pay you less? Shit, no. I mean, no. Doesn't seem fair to me. Beats, Kevin led the league in touchdown passes. That's okay, Chuck. I got this one. Listen, fellas. I want more money. I ain't even gonna play another down. Well, we're gonna have to let you go then. Let me go. Yeah, you're fired. So can I sign with another team? You can do anything you want, but I suggest you change your attitude or nobody's going to want to work with you. Right? Deeds. Kevin won the Heisman Trophy two years ago. He is our best player. Don't worry about it. He'll be back. Biggest mistake of your life! Hello? Mr. Deeds, this is Kevin Ward, the quarterback you punched. Oh, okay. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I wanted to say that I was thinking it over... And I'd like to live up to my word, and I'd like to win you Super Bowl. That's terrific, pal. And my daddy wants to speak to you. Deeds. Buddy Ward here, Kevin's daddy. How you doing there, Mr. Ward? I just want to thank you for teaching my boy a lesson. Not a problem, sir. He's a good kid. He's just got to watch his language in front of the ladies. (laughs) I'll remind Kevin where he comes from. Okay, that sounds terrific. You used foul language in front of a lady. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? It is Monday, April 5th, and we had a big trade go down today. Uh, Well, big, little. It at least informs us exactly what the New York Jets are going to do in this year's NFL draft by trading one Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers for three draft picks. Uh, One draft pick for this year, it is a six-rounder. I don't know. Oh, is the 226 pick overall. So that looks to be 
the later pick, they had two. The Panthers have two six-rounders, and what the stupid fucking ads for the fucking love of God. Any which way. So, six-round pick for this year, second and fourth-round selections from next year's draft going to the New York Jets, Sam Darnold going to the Panthers. So he is definitely in the lead to be the starter here uh, over one Teddy Bridgewater, who signed a decent-sized contract last year. So we're going to have to see what happens there. They've had a lot of salary cap room to work with to make this deal work, so not worried about anything there. Um, Let's see what else happened. Oh, uh, last year's uh, rookie for the Vikings, one Jeff Gladney, cornerback, uh, arrested on third-degree assault charge. (laughs) Ooh. 22-year-old female and Gladney were involved in a verbal altercation regarding content on a cell phone, and the altercation escalated to the point in which Gladney assaulted the victim, according to the statement. Gladney subsequently left the location of the altercation before police officers arrived, per the statement. Gladney posted a $10,000 bond following his arrest. So, that is, uh, I believe it says, third-degree felony family violence assault charge that carries a penalty of 2 to 10 years in prison. So, we'll see what happens there. I doubt he gets any of the prison time, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers still sees future with Packers as a beautiful mystery. <sighs> this little fiasco is going to go on for the next couple of years. So uh, let's see here. Latest signings, trades, any contract information that we might have. Oh, let's wait. Because I know this video is going to pop up with fucking sound. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, nothing of any significance. Nothing. Nothing. No, there's nothing out there. It's been pretty slow up until we got the Darnold news, so... It kind of is what it is. We're going to be handling the AFC East and the NFC East today. Um, I'm just going to check one more site here, see if we got any other news. Oh, yeah, Bucks cornerback Carlton Davis <laughs> tweeted uh, anti-Asian slurs, uh, said that that was... Uh, uh, language that was used in the Miami area was not used as anti-Asian. It was used as just uh, kind of bullshitting around. Okay. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Tom Brady rookie card sells for record $2.25 million. Woof. Woof. <clears throat> Ooh, Matt Nagy take, took, is taking back the Bears offensive play calling. So, uh, yeah, they're as good as fired after this season. So that's great. That is great. That is great. Uh, another lawsuit filed versus one quarterback, Deshaun Watson, total now at 22. Uh, so he's as good as uh, pretty much fucked here. So, 
But let's go ahead. Let's get into the AFC, AFC East, and then we'll go over to the NFC East here. Usual drill. Uh, selections that they have. They have a total of nine. They have uh, We'll go through it here. Uh, late first, late second, late third, mid-fifth, late fifth, late sixth, early seventh. Wow. My bad. They only have seven. I, uh, I, uh, hoo-hoo. I fucked that one up. Seven picks, so uh, you wish you'd have more. We'll have to see, see if they uh, trade out of any of these picks to try to get more, but it's not like they really need all that much for the Buffalo Bills. Here, uh, offseason losses. John Brown, wide receiver cut. Ty Nischke, offensive tackle, signed with Dallas. Brian Winters, offensive guard, signed with Arizona. Lee Smith, the tight end, traded to Atlanta. Andre Roberts, wide receiver, signed with Houston. Tyler Croft, tight end, signed with the Jets. Who'd they bring in? One, Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver from New Orleans. Brandon Powell, wide receiver from Atlanta. Bobby Hart, offensive tackle from Cincinnati. Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback from Chicago. Jacob Hollister, tight end from Seattle. Matt Breida, running back from Miami. And Jameel Douglas, a guard-slash-center from Tennessee. Starting at the quarterback position, you have Josh Allen backed up by Mitch Trubisky. Matt Barkley is as good as gone. Uh, They also have Jake Fromm and Davis Webb. Uh, It's kind of funny because... You know, a lot of people were still talking up Jake Fromm, the uh, rookie last year from Georgia, as a potential backup for one Josh Allen. Uh, but kind of telling, bringing in Mitch Trubisky, telling everybody that Jake Fromm is just not ready or he's just not any good. Just like I fucking said it last year. So... I'm going to go with he sucks, a, he sucks a bag of dicks, all right? That's pretty much it. Fullback, Reggie Gilliam, fine. Uh, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss split in the backfield carry, adding Matt Breida in there that he should overtake the T.J. Yeldon role, uh, who is still a free agent. He's as good as gone. They did resign Taiwan Jones, Antonio Williams, and one Christian Wade. Uh, so I really don't see them going after a running back, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but with not that many needs on offense, <clears throat> if they're able to get one uh, guy like um, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, somebody like that, uh, I, I could see them pulling the trigger, to be completely honest with you. Wide receivers, you're going to have Emmanuel Sanders on the one side, Stephon Diggs on the other, Cole Beasley still in the slot. Um, A lot of people do have Emmanuel Sanders slotting into that slot role, leaving Gabriel Davis on the outside. Now, that's not how I see it because that's exactly not how New Orleans did it. New Orleans did not put Sanders in that slot. Cole Beasley is their slot guy. He's that little safety blanket for one Josh Allen. So uh, just 
it doesn't make any sense, especially since they re-signed uh, Isaiah McKenzie and then brought in Brandon Powell, who's a slot receiver. There's no reason that Sanders would be in the slot. So Sanders going to be over one. Gabriel Davis said everybody was excited once John Brown was cut. Uh, you can basically just you know, fan those, not fan the flames, but just kind of uh, uh, keep that fire low. Let's not have it burn way out of control. Tight end, uh, Dawson Knox still there, Jacob Hollister. Now, here's where they could go tight end in the draft, but the problem is, is that Kyle Pitts, the one tight end that's really worth a shit uh, to draft, a guy who could actually do something right out of the gate, um, is not going to fall to the 30th pick in the first round. So it's going to be Dawson Knox. It's going to be Jacob Hollister, uh, Tommy Sweeney, and Nate Becker. Unless we see once Kyle Pitts signs somewhere, and quite possibly then we see a veteran get cut. That's a possibility. So we'll pay attention to that. Uh, Buffalo Bills offensive line, pretty darn good, starting from left to right. Deion Dawkins, uh, John Feliciano at left guard. Mitch Morris again at center. Cody Ford is the weak link. He was rated slightly below average. Uh, at the right guard position, and then Daryl Williams at right tackle. They can use some um, depth at the tackle position. We'll see what happens there. Probably sign a couple of undrafted free agents here and there. For the defense, offseason losses, we have Quentin Jefferson. D-tackle was cut. Uh, he was the lone offseason loss. Offseason additions, you have Effie Obata, uh, defensive end signed from Carolina. Matt Hack, a punter signed from Miami. Marquel Lee, who is a free agent linebacker, uh, was not with any team. He was a rookie last year and just did not make it onto any teams uh, for um, practice squad and whatnot. So uh, they brought him in. <clears throat> He's a very low-depth guy. Uh, and then Tyrell Adams, linebacker. Uh, signed from Houston. We look across the board here. You have Mario Addison, Ed Oliver, Star Latule is who I have slotted in at basically the you know quote unquote strong side uh, defensive tackle. It definitely could be Vernon Butler or Brandon Bryant that overtakes Star Latulele. Uh, but with him being the COVID opt out guy, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he will be the starter. Uh, at the far uh, strong defensive end, you're going to have Jerry Hughes there again. Uh, Trent Murphy is hitting free agency. They have not made any moves to try and sign him. I expect him to be gone. Linebackers, basically, what you're looking at is basically nickel and dime packages here. Uh, so they're utilizing basically just two uh, linebacker spots. So those are manned by Matt Milano, who is back. Uh, defense ran a lot better with Milano in there, even though he was rated slightly below average. Uh, and then you have one Tremaine Edmonds at the other spot. Uh, he rated uh, as pretty much below average, almost to poor. Uh, so he's really got to step it up. Tremaine Edmonds is really talented. Um, needs a lot of the other players to really pick up uh, the slack to make him... Uh, get back to the level that he is, you know. 
he has the ability to reach a very high higher ceiling than what he has been playing at. That's basically what I'm getting at. So we move to the safety positions. You'll have Micah Hyde at the free safety position and Jordan Poyer at strong safety position. Uh, they are very, very well suited for this defense. They're very good. Micah Hyde being the former Packer. So he's got a lot of love up here. Uh, corners, you're going to have Le- Levi Wallace, one side opposite of one Tredavious White. Uh, EJ Gaines should be back from the COVID opt-out. Uh, and then you have Teron Jackson again in the slot. As far as the defense is concerned, what I would like to see them do, I would like to, if they can get themselves a better a better or <clears throat> high-end linebacker, that's really what they need here, corner, corner, corners, um, and then quite possibly somebody that can play the nickel or dime spot and could also play in the safety positions as well. Uh Two offensive free agents left, two, uh, three defensive free agents left for a total of five free agents still left unsigned, uh, but they are hovering at just over $4 million in cap space. So they're going to be looking basically to cut some payroll, uh, not add to it. Let's move on to the Miami Dolphins. Now we do have new offensive coordinators here in Eric Studsville. And George Gotzi, they will be splitting that workload. On defense, you will have a new defensive coordinator in one Josh Boyer uh, over there. Uh, Boyer's inheriting a very decent defense, a defense that's on the rise. So we're expecting big things there. Big things there. Uh, as far as Studsville and, and Gotzi, I got to look really into it. It's there's a lot of pieces in place, but uh, whether or not their offense is going to be suited for the players involved, uh, that's going to be that's going to be kind of mm, I'm unsure. I'm unsure, but I do trust in in head coach Brian Flores that he's making the correct decision. Um, once you had uh, offensive coordinator Chan Gailey uh, basically quit, um, there's a lot of issues here that they need to deal with. One, and it does start with Tua Tagovailoa. Not so much just the player himself; uh, he's a good kid. It's just whether or not <clears throat> they're going to quit fucking pulling him and just let him learn, you know, through those bumps, those bumps in the road. So. But this year's draft selections, they have nine. They have a high. We talked about this, the big trade. So they have the sixth uh, overall pick. They also have the 18th pick in the first rounds. High four, mid two, mid three, low three, mid fifth, high seventh, and low seventh. So nine picks overall, quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, backed up by now Jacoby Brissett, who came over from uh, the Indianapolis Colts. And actually, we didn't go through the offseason losses and the offseason additions, so why don't I just start there? Good fucking Lord. But at least we know the quarterback uh, should be Tua. You will see Jacoby Brissett in there from time to time at the goal line, uh, much like what happened in Indianapolis with Phillip Rivers. So uh, just be aware of that. Be very aware of that. 
Uh, off-season losses, we know quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick, he went to the Washington uh, douche canoes. Isaiah Wilson, who they traded for in Tennessee, was cut about five days later. So he's gone. Uh, Julian Davenport, offensive tackle, went to Indianapolis. That was a very good move for Indy. Uh, Ted Karras, the center, uh, went to New England. And then Matt Breida, we just talked about, went to Buffalo. Uh, additions, Seathan Carter, tight end from Cincinnati. Malcolm Brown, running back from the ooh, Rams. You know, the guy that decides that he's going to fuck everything up. Uh, we talked about Jacoby Brissett coming over from Indy. Kai Loxley, uh, free agent wide receiver. He's another one of these undrafted free agents from last year uh, after the draft. Robert Foster, wide receiver from Washington. Robert Foster, who was formerly of the Green Bay Packers uh, on their practice squad, um, most notably from the Buffalo Bills. Will Fuller, the wide receiver coming over from Houston, and Matt Skura, the center from Baltimore. We went over to the quarterbacks, so let's go to the running backs here. You have a mishmash again. Uh, Miles Gaskin, Malcolm Brown, Salvin Ahmed, Patrick Laird, Jordan Scarlett, and then you have DeAndre Washington, who is still a free agent. Do not expect them to resign him. Uh this has been one of the spots where people have been projecting one of the top name running backs to go. Uh, I like Miles Gaskin, but he's more of the, truly he's more of a third downish change of pace type back. Uh, the same kind of goes for Malcolm Brown. Really, um, he's more. I mean, he's been good at the goal line. We'll see what happens here. Salvin Ahmed. Uh, played pretty well, but he is injury prone. I am going to say he's injury prone just because uh, he can't stay on the field. But uh, this is all going to be dependent upon what the coaches really think about the running back position. They could have gotten a running back last year, and they didn't. Now, Ahmed was seventh rounder, undrafted, one of those. Um, out of Washington. So we'll have to see. It's it's all going to be dependent upon what this coaching staff is going to do, what their thoughts are, again, on uh, the running back in the running game, if they think that they can just get away with just kind of mixing and matching. If they don't draft a, any particular running back, I'm probably this is probably going to be one of the backfields that I'm going to really stay away from. Now, Miles Gaskin would have the lead role, um, but unless you're telling me that I can get Miles Gaskin somewhere eighth, ninth, tenth round, maybe just as like an RB four, um, unless I'm getting him there, I'm probably not going to play the game here. So, uh, wide receivers are going to have Devonte Parker on one side, Will Fuller on the other, uh, unless they draft a wide receiver, and that's certainly possible as well. Albert Wilson, the COVID opt-out wide receiver, has slotted into the slot, uh, but he certainly could be beat out by one Isaiah Ford, who was actually pretty decent last year uh, with limited time. Tight ends, of course, you got Mike Gazicki, uh, Adam Shaheen, uh, now Seathan Carter, Durham Smythe, and Chris Myrick. Um, I would like to see one 
stud tight end end up here. Um, this would be a perfect spot for Kyle Pitts. There's a lot of there's a lot of players that would fit into uh, the Dolphins' offense that I would like to see here. But uh, if they don't get after if they don't get Kyle Pitts, then it's going to be Mike Gesicki at the top again. It's just whether or not I'm going to trust uh, this coaching staff to really utilize him to his full potential. Gazicki actually had more of a rapport with Ryan Fitzpatrick than he did with Tua, so it's going to hurt his value quite a bit. He's more of a tight end two. He's not going to be a tight end one. He's not going to be somebody that we're going to target. So uh, we'll just pay attention and see what happens in the draft. Offensive line, starting from left tackle to right tackle, you got Austin Jackson, Eric Flowers, left guard. Matt Skura is now your new center. Uh, Solomon Kinley at the right guard position and Robert Hunt at the right tackle position. I would like to really see Miami do one of two things here, Uh, namely attack this offensive line, Build up at the right, pretty much at right guard. Now the left tackle, Austin Jackson, that's a rookie from this last year. Um, and I believe Solomon Kinley was the other one, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to check that one out here. Yeah, Kinley's the rookie. So basically. You're gonna want you're gonna want to build up the depth here. They're probably not gonna attack the actual starters in there. So if they're not, if they're yeah, they're gonna need depth. So it's gonna be basically like that fifth, seventh, and those fifth and the two sevenths, maybe that late third. That's where you're gonna build up depth up in here. Uh, so more than likely, they will use. They could use one on the wide receiver or. If they're going to go after Kyle Pitts at tight end, um, and then one of those two, the second, probably that first, second rounder would be where they would attack at a running back if they went that way for this offense. So that's what we got. That's what we got. Defense, offseason losses. Kyle Van Noy, outside linebacker, was cut. He went back to New England. Uh, Camus. Gruger Hall, inside linebacker, went to Houston. Matt Hack, the punter, went to Buffalo. We talked about that. Uh, Shaq Lawson, outside linebacker, was traded to Houston for inside linebacker Benedict McKinney. Uh, and then Davin Gotchuk, nose tackle, went to New England. Who did they bring in? Michael Pilardi, uh, punter for uh, from Carolina. Uh, we talked about McKinney already. Brendan Scarlett, outside linebacker uh, from Houston. So they got uh, teammates here in the linebacking core. Uh, Justin Coleman, cornerback for Detroit. Adam Butler, D-tackle from New England. Duke Riley, linebacker from Philly. And John Jenkins, nose tackle from Chicago. That nose tackle, John Jenkins, that was just happened uh, late last week. <clears throat> so, defensive line here, you're going to have Emmanuel Ogba, Raekwon Davis, and Christian Wilkins as your starters. It's a 3-4. Um, I would expect them to switch in and out uh, 
Butler and Jenkins at the D-tackle positions and that nose-tackle position there. Uh, linebacking core, you're going to have Andrew Van Ginkle on the weak side, Jerome Baker, uh, Benedrick McKinney, and Sam Uglevian. I don't know how to say his fucking name. Ego Oven. Ego, Ego Oven. That's what I'm going to call him, Sam Ego Oven. Uh, who could actually be beat up by Brandon Scarlett, but I really doubt it. Uh, they do need a lot of help here in the linebacking in the linebacking core, especially at outside linebacker for depth, um, and quite possibly somebody who could end up replacing Sam Ego Oven. Safeties: You have Bobby McCain, Eric Rowe. Uh, McCain will be your free safety. Rowe will be your uh, starting strong safety here. Uh, they're pretty deep uh, for the most part, but they could maybe use one safety uh, in the backup position. Corners, you're going to have Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, and then, of course, Justin Coleman would be your slot wide, uh, slot corner in here. Uh, they can use some depth here, probably going to do that with the undrafted free agents. Uh, so they're pretty good. Linebacker, linebacker depth and corner depth, really. Uh, safety would be the uh, tertiary uh, concern here. One offensive free agent, one defensive free agent for a total of two free agents here. $9.6 million under the cap, so they are sitting pretty uh, going into this year's draft. New England Patriots, we're going to start with the offense and start with the offseason losses. You have one, Ken, uh, wow. Wow, did I put him over there? That's really fucking dumb. Wow. I always find my mistakes when I'm on the, when I'm recording. That's great. Alrighty. So he, now here we go. Uh offensive guard Joe Thune. Uh he went to Kansas City. That was a nice acquisition by them. Marcus Cannon, offensive tackle, was traded to Houston. Uh, Ryan Izzo, tight end, was also traded to Houston. Dante Moncrief, wide receiver, signed with Houston. Uh, two other COVID opt-out guys, Marquise Lee, wide receiver, was cut. And Justin Rohrwasser, uh, the kicker, was also cut. Uh, they're deciding again, I guess, to go with Cam Newton here, which is very, very weird. But they did bring him in a couple of weapons, right? So you got the two tight ends, Janu Smith, who came over from Tennessee, and Hunter Henry, who came over from the Chargers. They also brought in uh, slot wide receiver Kendrick Bourne from San Francisco, uh, but he should move to the outside. Uh, Trent Brown. Uh, offensive tackle brought over from the LA uh, from the Las Vegas Raiders. My bad. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, our, one of our favorite wide receivers to hate, uh, also signed from the Raiders. And Ted Karras, the center, uh, formerly of the Miami Dolphins, is now here in New England. So, like I said, Cam Newton is going to be your starter. Not really any fight from Jared Stenham or Jacob Dolagala. Now, the question is whether or not they would actually go after a quarterback in this year's draft. That kind of remains to be seen, although it's expected that four, possibly five quarterbacks are going to be taken early in the first round, so that kind of leaves them high and dry, uh, especially since with their 11 draft picks, you got mid-first, mid-second, mid-third, late-third, mid-fourth, mid-fourth, 
late fourth. So three fourth rounders. That's good. Uh, late fifth, early sixth, mid sixth, and mid seventh. So they got a lot. They do have a lot of ammo. They could trade up, down. Uh, we've known them to trade down and build uh, build up more draft stock uh, as the draft has actually gone on. So be prepared for that. Uh, fullback here, Danny Vitel, COVID opt out. He is still there. Um, should be back this year. Jacob Johnson is also back. Running backs, you're going to have Damian Harris, Sony Michelle, James White, who re-signed recently. Uh, Rex Burkhead, though, is still a free agent. J.J. Taylor, the rookie last year, and Brandon Bolden, COVID opt-out uh, running back. I think Burkhead is as good as gone, unless they get him for, like, say, a veteran minimum. Quite possibly that he'll they'll still have him back to kind of fuck this up. Uh, do still like Damian Harris the most. Uh, I think he's got more talent than one Sony Michelle. We'll just have to see kind of what their plans are here because uh, you'd, you'd really want to have one running back, but we do know in New England that they like to use the multiple running backs, so it really kind of fucks all their value up. Um, so unless you can get Damian Harris real late, you know, eighth or later, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just stay away because he's probably going to go six. Uh, even maybe possibly late fifth in most drafts. Wide receivers still have Nikhil Harry listed as a starter, but very much so that they could move Kendrick Bourne into the starter's role. Uh, Very good blocking wide receiver. Uh, Nelson Aguilar on the other side is penciled in, backed up by Jacoby Myers, and then in the slot still have Julian Edelman. He has not been released or anything like that. Um but uh, would expect that to be the three-man core going in there. We'll just have to see how it ends up. Offensive line, moving from left to right, you're going to have Isaiah Wynn, Michael Onwenu, Ted Karras, Shaq Mason, and Trent Brown. This is a very, very good offensive line for New England. Um, We... They've generally always had really good offensive lines, so um, this doesn't come as very much of a surprise. So we'll have to see what happens out of here. Um, They're pretty good, man, as far as the offense. There's a couple of quarterbacks that they could actually go after um, in this year's draft. Um. God, it's their names are escaping me. I'm gonna have to pull up this. I gotta pull this up. Kellen Mund is gonna be one of them. Um, the other one, I do have some interest in this Ian Book kid out of Notre Dame. Uh, to be act, to be completely honest with you, but I gotta still kind of look through these guys. Um. Where is he? No. Kellen Mund. Yeah, Kellen Mund have some interest in. Um, Kyle Trask, the kid out of Florida. He's the sixth highest rated quarterback in this class. I could see them going after him. He should... Uh, hit kind of that 
uh, drop off in here. Um, so really in like that second round pick, that 214, that would be kind of the spot for him. Um, we'll just have to see what happens there for them. Let's see here. Oh, we forgot to do tight ends. Well, John Smith and Hunter Henry, they're really going to be splitting the load here. Uh, pretty much kills any any uh, dynasty value for Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene. The rookies drafted from last year, they're as good as gone. So really not much I'm seeing here. They could probably use another off uh, guard, another tackle maybe uh, just for depth. Maybe they go after another tight end that they can build up, but they'll probably just stick with the two rookies in there as the primary backups. Quarterback, yes. Uh, running back, they better not. They better fucking not. Uh, Patriots defense, a lot of movement going on here. Uh, the losses, Adam Butler, defensive tackle, went to Miami. Patrick Chung, strong safety, retired. Terrence Brooks, strong safety, went to Houston. Michael Pinckney, off, uh, outside linebacker, was cut. Bo Allen, defensive tackle, was cut. Brandon Copeland, linebacker, went to Atlanta. Uh, Cass Malalo, inside linebacker, was cut. Who did they bring in here? Well, they brought in Montrevious Adams, a defensive end out of Green Bay. Henry Adder- Anderson, defensive end out of, uh, from the New York Jets. Matt Judon, outside linebacker from Baltimore. That was a really good move. Uh, brought back Kyle Van Noy. We talked about this from Miami. Davin Gotchuk, again, nose tackle from Miami. Raquan McMillan, inside linebacker from the Raiders. Uh, he's nothing more than a depth guy. If they rely on him, it might be time for Bill to retire. Leroy Reynolds, inside linebacker, uh, came over from Atlanta. And Jalen Mills, a strong safety from Philadelphia. So let's see what this defense looks like. Uh, they run kind of a hybrid at the linebacker positions, uh, floating them in and out. Uh, so when you do look at the depth charts, your outside linebackers, they're free-floating um, based on it's. They, they will go from a 4-3 to a 3-4. Uh, they'll also do the nickel and dime where they only use two linebackers or two true linebackers. Um they will flex to a five two. Um, they're kind of all over the fucking place, man. They'll 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 line up in here too. Uh, where the, where they will go four and four, they'll stack it high uh, with just the two outside corners and one safety up top. Um, it's goofy. It's weird. I've seen it. I don't like it. So. You're just gonna have you're gonna have a lot of movement. You're gonna have a lot of guys in and out. That's why they're spending all this money. Uh, they're really really deep at most of the spots, except for at defensive end where they're only two back. Um, as far as their depth chart is concerned, but they can also move those outside linebackers up into the defensive end positions as well, um, just to kind of be able to keep a fresh rusher in at any point in time. So. From left to right, you're going to have Davin Gotchuk. This is what I'm projecting right now. So you're going to have Davin Gotchuk, Lawrence Guy. I'm expecting them to actually move Henry Anderson inside to the D-tackle spot and leave Dietrich Wise Jr. 
out on the outside. Now, they could change that up and have Henry Anderson on the outside. They can also do this other thing, too, where Matt Judon, who I'm projecting as a strong side outside linebacker when they have it um, available, Matt Judon would actually move up into the DN spot. You'd move Henry Anderson up or over into the D-tackle spot. So you'd have two really good pass rushers from on that attacking the right side of an offensive line. Um, this is going to be a pretty good defense. Uh, if you're going four linebackers wide, you're going to have Chase Vinovich on the weak side, Dante Hightower in at the inside linebacker spot, Javon Bentley at the other inside linebacker spot, and Matt Judon. And the strong side. Uh, safeties, you're going to have Adrian Phillips at your free safety spot, uh, mixing it up with Jalen Mills. I'm not giving Jalen Mills the starting spot in there just because they do run a lot of nickel and dime. Uh, dime package would actually fit him very, very well. Um, but right now at the slot corner position, I have one D virgin in there. I have not yet figured out who would be in the slot. Jalen Mills would actually be the guy um, if they want to stay in these nickel and dime packages. Jalen Mills would be the first man up for that nickel slot uh, spot there. Strong safety will be Devin McCourty. And then at your corners, you'll have Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Jason McCourty is still a free agent, so that will move Jonathan Jones up uh, with J.C. Jackson backing him up. A um, lot of depth. They still need some help at the linebacker position, at least in the backups. Uh, they'll also take a couple of shots at the uh, corner positions, defensive end. Um, linebackers, I should stress, is more on the interior, not on the exterior. Um, so yeah, so six offensive free agents, three defensive free agents left for a total of nine. They have $14.2 million in cap space. Uh, so they are good to go for the draft. All right. So now we're moving on to the New York Jets to finish off the AFC East draft picks. They have a total of nine. Second overall pick, that will be probably Zach Wilson. They also have a second first-rounder, the 23rd overall. High two, high three, low three, high four, high five, mid five, high six. So they're, they're set pretty, pretty well here. Uh, we talked about Sam Darnold. He's going to be gone. I have not yet moved him into the trade. Uh, right now, all they have is James Morgan and Mike White at quarterback. So, again, Zach Wilson will be the guy. He's not going to have anybody to really fight with him there. And that could pose a problem as well. Running backs, you're going to have Tevin Coleman, who came over from San Francisco. Again, I did not go through the offseason losses, offseason additions. Uh, joining LaMichael P. Ryan, Ty Johnson, and Josh Adams. Let's go over the offseason losses, considering that I just brought it up. Uh, wide receiver Brashad Perriman went to Detroit. Tight end Tyler Croft went to Buffalo. 
Uh, Joe Flacco, quarterback, went to Philadelphia to be in backup again. Pat Eflin, offensive guard, went to Carolina. Josh Andrews, offensive guard, went to Atlanta. Who did they bring in? Corey Davis, wide receiver from Tennessee. Tevin Coleman, who we just talked about, what running back came from San Francisco. Keelan Cole, wide receiver from Jacksonville. And Dan Feeney, offensive guard from the L.A. Chargers. Wide receivers, you're going to have this setup. Corey Davis, Denzel Mims on the outside, Jamison Crowder for now as the slot wide receiver. Jamison Crowder could be Zach Wilson's best friend, or Zach Wilson could just completely forget about him altogether. We don't know. It's going to be a real mystery. Um, They could actually draft another wide receiver now. Uh, late in that first round, we'll have to see. Um, could also go tight end, but I doubt. I doubt that one. They're probably going to stick with Chris Herndon and Ryan Griffin at the tight end spots. It's not terrible, but it's not great either. I knew I fucked this one up. Tyler Croft was an addition. He came over from Buffalo. You, you goddamn moron! At least I'm finding all this shit now. Getting it fixed. You guys haven't been very much help anyways, help building this, so I'm going to blame you guys. Can't believe you left me to do this all by myself. You know I'm an idiot. Come on. God damn it. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities that they take a wide receiver with that 23rd overall and possibly go ahead and replace Jamison Crowder and then end up cutting cutting him after the draft. It would it's 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 curious. I'm curious about it because they can they can also cut Crowder, save some payroll and actually move Keelan Cole over to that slot spot as well. We'll have to see what happens there. But uh offensive line. Mackay Becton, Alex Lewis, Connor McGovern at center. Greg Van Rotten and George Fant at the right tackle spot. They can also use that 23rd pick. You're going to have offensive tackles dropping in this draft uh, because of the quarterback run at the beginning. So, you know, a lot of the positions are going to drop. So they could actually get a really good tackle to replace George Fant and bookend with Becton. And that would not surprise me whatsoever. Uh, They need a lot of depth help uh, along the offensive line. Outside of that, you know, wide receiver, maybe a tight end. But like I said, there's not any real good tight ends. So uh, we're going to kind of stay away from that. Uh, Quarterback, they're going to need to really pick up a free agent backup. Quite possibly some of you might get cut. Uh, they're going to want somebody there to back up their rookie or show them the way uh, from day one. It's all going to depend. Zach Wilson's success this year, oh, God, it's all going to depend on what kind of an offseason we have. If As long as we get somewhat of an offseason, he should be okay. Uh, but if he does not get that, uh, it could be a long year in New York. Mm, 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 mm. All right, 
Offseason losses for the defense. Henry Anderson, defensive end, was cut. Jordan Jenkins, outside linebacker, went to Houston. Frankie Louvu, outside linebacker, went to Carolina. Terrell Basham, defensive end, went to Dallas. Matthias Farley, strong safety, went to Tennessee. Uh, who did they bring in? Jared Davis, middle linebacker. Uh, from Detroit, Carl Lawson, defensive end from Cincinnati, Justin Hardy, cornerback from New Orleans, LaMarcus Joyner, cornerback from the Raiders, Vinnie Curry, defensive end from Philadelphia, and Sheldon Rankins, defensive tackle from New Orleans. Now, they also did bring in one Del Sean Phillips, inside linebacker uh, from Buffalo. He's nothing more than a deep, a deep, deep guy backup at the inside linebacker position. This defense, 3-4, you're going to have across the defensive line, Quinnen Williams, Foloronso, Fatakusi. No, it's Fatakasi. Fatakasi. You got a Foloronso, Fatakasi, my brother. Sheldon Rankins then on the opposite side of Williams at the linebacker spots. Moving from weak to strong, you're going to have Carl Lawson, Blake Cashman, C.J. Mosley, uh, who was a COVID opt-out and has been rumored in trades uh, and quite possibly just being cut altogether, and Jabari Zuniga. The safety positions, free safety, you're going to have Marcus May. Strong safety, you're going to have Ashton Davis. Your corners are going to be Bless Austin on one side, Bryce Hall on the other. Uh, Brad McDougal, I still have penciled in in the slot, but he is a free agent. So right now I would tell you that probably Justin Hardy is your slot corner. So where do they need to help the most? Corner, 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 corner. And then when they're done drafting corners, they need to go look at an edge rusher, somebody that can play the outside linebacker position, if not getting an inside linebacker if they do decide to get rid of C.J. Mosley because I do not like Gerard Davis whatsoever. That is his primary backup. Zuniga is the guy that needs to be replaced. Uh, Edge defender. Um, those are also going to drop in this draft, so that could be that one twenty three two two somewhere in there. That would be an instant starter spot right in there. Three offensive free agents, seven defensive free agents for a total of ten still unsigned. They could bring some of these guys back. They do have just over thirty one million dollars in cap space remaining. Uh, yep. We're going to save that, and we're going to move to the NFC East, and we're going to try and make this as quick as possible because uh, we are at 50 minutes right now. So I don't want to spend more than half an hour on this. So let's go quick. All right, Dallas, <clears throat> 10 draft picks. Mid one, mid two, mid three, late three, mid four, late four, late five. Early six, late six, mid seven. Who did they lose? Jamizi Olawale, 
fullback was cut. Andy Dalton, quarterback, went to Chicago. John V. of Johnson, wide receiver, cut. Chris Lacey, wide receiver, cut. Cole Hicatini, tight end, cut. Marcus Henry, center, cut. Greg Sennett, offensive tackle, signed with Cleveland. Blake Bell, the belldozer, tight end, went to Cam- back to Kansas City. Cameron Irving, offensive tackle, went to Carolina. Who did they bring in? One, Ty Neschke, uh, from Buffalo. Starting at quarterback will be the returning Dak Prescott, backed up by Garrett Gilbert. Uh, do not see any reason to utilize Cooper Rush or Ben Ben DiNucci of the DiNucci clan. Uh, no reason to even talk about them. Running back is going to be primarily ran by Ezekiel Elliott. You will see Tony Pollard in there. They did have success changing the pace, uh, getting Pollard in there from time to time. Rico Doadle is still there, and Sebu Alanilu. Uh, Alanilu. Uh, all right, I ain't wasting time on that guy. He ain't going to play. Wide receivers, you're still going to have Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper on the, manning the outside. C.D. Lamb in the slot. Remember, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, they will switch in and out from the slot and from the X position. Your tight ends. God, I hate to say it. Fucking Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz. Blake Jarwin should be the starter, should recoup the starter spot. But Dalton Schultz did should have proved to the Dallas Cowboys that he was a good draft pick a couple of years ago, uh, and he is worth get, keeping on the field. He was a pretty damn good tight end. He was tight end one all year uh, when he played. So give Dalton Schultz the ball, motherfuckers. Fuck Blake Jarwin. Your offensive line. From left to right, Tyron Smith, Connor Williams, Tyler Biadades, Zach Martin, and Lyle Collins. Uh, They're pretty deep for the most part, but a lot of these guys are guys that did not see the field whatsoever, so we just don't have any statistics on them. Um, But bringing Neshke in here, uh, to back up Lyle Collins, that's kind of a big thing. They are trying to protect against injury. Um, they would be wise to continue to kind of build some of the depth in here. Uh, most notably, you know, your third, fourth rounder picks, possibly even the late fifth rounder. You should be able to find guys that can back up the positions. Um, your third and fourth rounder should be guys that can actually fill in if need be from game to game. Moving to the defense, you're going to have a new defensive coordinator in Dan Quinn. We all remember Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, he was pretty damn good uh, defensive coordinator. Will keep things a bit more simple uh, than one uh, 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 Nolan from last year for the fucking love of God. How many concepts do you want to have in there, especially in a shortened year? Get the fuck out of here. Off-season losses. These are probably guys that nobody's going to miss. Uh, Joe Thomas, outside linebacker, signed with Houston. Chris Jones, the punter, was cut. Tyrone Crawford, defensive end, retired. Chidobi Awuzie, 
the cornerback signed with Cincinnati. Xavier Woods, free safety, signed with Minnesota. Who did they bring in? Strong safety, Keanu Neal from Atlanta. Carlos Watkins, defensive end from Houston. Brent Urban, defensive end from Chicago. Terrell Basham, defensive end from New York Jets. DeMonte Kaziz, free safety for Atlanta. Hold on. What did I do? J. Ron Curtis, free safety from Baltimore. Terrell Basham went to the Jets. He didn't come over from the Jets. Fucking idiot. I told you guys, don't let me do this shit. Don't let me do this shit by myself. Come on. Come on. All right. Here's what your defensive line is going to look like. You're going to have a mix between Brett Urban and Randy Gregory on one side. And moving to the strong side, Antoine Woods at D-tackle, Neville Gallimore at the other defensive tackle spot, and Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, your linebackers are going to be Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch, and Luke Gifford. Your safety positions, Keanu Neal. Uh, Ken actually moved to the free safety position, leave Donovan Wilson at the strong safety position, and then your corners will be Trevon Diggs, Anthony Brown, and Jordan Lewis again in the slot. Where do they need the help? They do need the help at corner. Uh, they could actually move up uh, from Anthony Brown on the outside, move Anthony Brown into the slot and get rid of Jordan Lewis. That would be what I would do. Uh, they should be pretty okay across the front, although if they can get a high-end defensive tackle, that would be preferred. Otherwise, go attack the linebacker positions outside or inside anybody that can play <laughs> the weak side or the strong side uh, in this 4-3 system. Uh, safety should be good. Corners, just uh, backups. Just need depth. We just need depth. All righty. Moving on to the Giants. They have six selections in this year's draft. Mid one, mid two, mid three, mid four, mid six, and another mid six. So six picks that they got. Uh, they're going to want to trade all of these and get more picks. I'm just being just being honest. Just being honest. Off-season losses. Alex Tanney, quarterback, retired. Really? You never even fucking played. Golden Tate, wide receiver cut. Kevin Zeitler, offensive guard cut. That was a big one. They should not have done that. Uh, Cody Core, wide receiver cut. Damari Scott, wide receiver cut. Colt McCoy, quarterback, went to Arizona. Off-season additions, Jonathan Harris, center, uh, uh, free agent. Mike Glennon, quarterback from Jacksonville. Colin Gillespie, fullback from Houston. Kyle Rudolph, tight end from Minnesota. Cole Hicatini, tight end from Dallas. Devontae Booker, running back from Raiders. John Ross, the third wide receiver from Cincinnati. Kenny Galladay, the big wide receiver from Detroit. And Zach Fulton, offensive guard from Houston. So here's where we got Daniel Jones backed up by Mike Lennon. They're fine there. Fullback Colin Gillespie uh, backed up by Elijah Penny. Uh, Somebody's getting cut there. Uh, Running backs, Saquon Barkley. You're going to have Devontae Booker being his primary backup. I would expect just 
for them to keep Jordan Chun and Taquan Mizell. Uh, Wayne Gallman should be gone. Deion Lewis, thank God, is gone. Alfred Morris, good God, fucking retire already, buddy. Uh, wide receivers. So, just like I said, and now everybody else is on this, you're going to have Darius Slayton and Kenny Galladay on the outside, Sterling Shepard on the inside uh, slot position. I would kind of actually like to see Sterling be the starting guy opposite of Kenny Galladay in two wide receiver sets. Probably won't happen. John Ross will be your guy, your down-the-field guy from time to time. Tight ends, you're going to have Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph. They're going to take most of the snaps. I wouldn't expect to see Tololo or Caden Smith on the field very often, but it's kind of funny. They're kind of being the Bears from 2020. They have uh, eight tight ends on their roster right now, which is fucking insane. Offensive line from left to right, Andrew Thomas, Will Hernandez, Nick Gates, Zach Fulton, and Nate Solder. Uh, who is the COVID opt-out, wasn't playing very well um, before he went you know, on the, COVID, on the COVID list anyway. So Cameron Fleming actually does have – no, 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 no. We're not talking about Cameron Fleming. He's a free agent. Stupid idiot. God damn it. Moron. Um, so as far as what they should do in this uh, – in this draft, uh, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. I'm just saying, Daniel Jones has enough weapons now that Kenny Galladay is there. Let's work on the offensive line. Let's keep building it. Let's keep building it. Let's make it better. Let's make it better. New York Giants defense, offseason losses, David Mayo, uh, inside linebacker was cut. Nose tackled Dalvin Tomlinson. Went to Minnesota. Kyler Fackrell, outside linebacker, went to the Chargers. Kyler Fackrell being the guy that I said uh, they're going to regret making that signing. Yeah, yeah. They let him go after one year. That's great. Who did they bring in? Reggie Ragland, linebacker from Detroit. Ifeti Odenegbo. Odenegbo. Defensive end from Minnesota, Ryan Anderson, outside linebacker from Washington. Dory Jackson, corner from Tennessee. Chris Milton, cornerback from Tennessee. Danny Shelton, D-tackle from Detroit. Joshua Kalu, strong safety from Tennessee. How do I see the defense lining up? 3-4 defense. You're going to have B.J. Hill, Dexter Lawrence in the middle, Leonard Williams on the outside. They could use some depth behind Leonard Williams, maybe an extra pass rusher uh, to go, come in here on third downs as well. Linebackers, weak side first to strong side. Effetti, Odenigbo, Blake Martinez, Reggie Raglan, and Lorenzo Carter. They should be pretty good here. They could use some depth behind Blake Martinez and Reggie Raglan. Free safety will be Logan Ryan. Your strong safety will be Jabril Peppers. They could use some depth behind Peppers at the strong safety position because you have Colbert and Ebner uh, as free agents here. Corners, you're going to have James Bradbury at Dory Jackson across from him. Darnay Holmes uh, should be better now in the slot. Uh, they're pretty deep, but it's not that great. 
as far as personnel is concerned. So quite possibly you could look at corner, somebody that could actually maybe play a better slot corner. That would be great. Five offensive free agents, three defensive free agents for a total of eight free agents for this team. Uh, $9.3 million in salary cap space. Moving on to Philadelphia, they have a 11, 11 selections in this year's draft. Mid-first, we know they traded down to get the 12th pick. High two, high three. Mid three, mid four. High five, high six, low six, low six, high seven, mid seven. So a lot of picks. Just what are they going to do with them? That's kind of the problem. Um, I would expect them to kind of go heavy, heavy, heavy uh, wherever they go, especially along the de- Man, that defense needs to get rebuilt. Uh, they do need a wide receiver in here. But let's go through the positions first. Your quarterback, you're going to have Jalen Hurts backed up by one Joe Flacco. Um as we had talked about earlier, Carson Wentz, you know, got traded to Indianapolis. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, wide receiver, was cut. Deontay Burnett, wide receiver, cut. Alshon Jeffrey, wide receiver, cut. So they really kind of called this wide receiver group. Now they did sign uh, Adrian Killings Jr., running back, who was a free agent just on the street. Joe Flacco, of course, to back up Jalen Hurts, uh, kind of be a tutor here which is good because you didn't want to have Nate Sudfeld anymore anyways. Uh, running back, you're going to have you know the usual pair here, Miles Sanders with Boston Scott as your change of pace, uh, kind of third downish guy. Uh, Miles Sanders can catch, so I'm not too worried there. Uh, Jason Huntley, Elijah Holyfield would probably be the guys that would actually make the team. <sighs> Corey Clement, uh, He's a free agent, so he's as good as gone. Wide receivers, you're going to have right now, you're going to have Jalen Rager on one side, Travis Fulgham on the other. Ooh, ooh, slot wide receiver being Greg Ward. So I would not be surprised if that 12th pick is a wide receiver. Now, whether or not they can get a guy like Jamar Chase with that remains to be seen. But they could get a couple of the other guys, high-end wide receivers in that group, uh, to fill in here because there's no way you're going to have Travis Fulgham be your starter on that side. Jalen Rager is the rookie from last year. He's kind of has to show that he's earned that spot, so they're going to have him on the field here. Um, tight end still have not gotten rid of Zach Ertz. He's still on the training block. He's still expected to go. But the longer this sits, the lower Dallas Goddard's value is in best ball drafts. So uh, it's actually probably if you want to get yourself some Dallas Goddard in best ball, right now would be the time to draft because his value isn't going to be any lower. Um. Offensive line, get a couple of guys back, one of them being left tackle, Andre Dillard. Um, Jordan Malata will be his backup, primary backup at left tackle. Your left guard is Isaac Samalo. Uh, Jason Kelsey at center. 
he decided not to retire. Brandon Brooks will be back at the right guard position, and Lane Thomas will be your right tackle there. Who did I exclude here? Uh, Jason Peters, because uh, he's a free agent, and there's no fucking way in hell that Philadelphia is going to sign him. So what do we need here? We need wide receivers. We also... Even though they have a lot of depth along the offensive line, a couple of these selections, especially since you have a couple of thirds, a fourth, and a fifth, uh, would like to see four backup offensive linemen if they can get that depth built up on that line because they have suffered nothing but fucking injuries every year, and they get fucked every damn year because they did not address that depth. Moving to defense, offseason losses, Blake Countess, uh, safety cut, Trevon Hester, D-tackle cut, Jalen Mills, strong safety to New England, Duke Riley, linebacker to Miami, Malik Jackson, defensive tackle cut, Cameron Johnson, punter, went to Houston, uh, Rudy Ford, strong safety, went to Jacksonville, Vinnie Curry, DN, went to the New York Jets, and Nathan Gary, linebacker, went to San Francisco. Who did they bring in? Only two guys. Anthony Harris, free safety from Minnesota, and Andrew Adams, strong safety from Tampa Bay. Taking a look at this defense, let's start at the defensive line. You got from weak side, basically weak side to strong side, Derek Barnett, Jer- uh, Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, and Brandon Graham. Not much for depth there, so the will be looking for defensive line depth. Uh, linebacker positions, weak side, strong side, Sean Bradley, TJ Edmonds, or uh, Edwards, my bad, and Alex Singleton there. Not a lot of depth at linebacker position. They should attack there. Uh, Anthony Harris will be your starting free safety. Rodney McLeod would be your starting strong safety. They're pretty good in depth there. Uh, corners, Darius Slay on one side, Avante Maddox ugh, on the other with Kevon Seymour in the slot. Corner, corner, corner. Uh, they definitely need to replace, get rid of Avante Maddox finally, uh, get a guy there, and they need to replace Kevon Seymour in that slot. So two nice corners would be great. Um, quite possibly... Probably with that high second and that high third, that would be where your corners would get taken um, from Philadelphia. Uh, Let's see here. Five offensive free agents, three defensive free agents for a total of eight. They are currently $7.4 million over the cap. Don't ask me why they're getting away with this, just as well as a couple of other teams. Uh, It just kind of is what it is. Let's move on. Last but certainly not least, the Washington Douche Canoes, who have eight selections in this year's draft. Mid one, mid two, high three, mid three, mid four, mid five, mid seventh, mid seventh. Eight picks. Eight. They could trade some of these. They could trade a couple of picks and actually get a little bit more uh, draft capital in here. But I probably am actually expecting them to stay put. Um, this team's actually built pretty, pretty goddamn well. I'm not gonna lie. 
So, off-season losses, you have Alex Smith, the quarterback. He was cut. That's your uh, comeback player of the year who is gone already. Uh, Robert Foster, wide receiver we talked about, went to Miami. Off-season additions, you have Curtis Samuel, wide receiver from Carolina. Ryan Fitzpatrick, quarterback from Miami. Adam Humphrey is the wide receiver from Tennessee. And uh, Tyler Larson, uh, center from Carolina. And DeAndre Carter, wide receiver from Chicago. We start at the quarterback position. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick should be the starter, but he will have to fight off uh, Taylor Heineke. Uh, I could say that he'd also have to fight off Kyle Allen, but that would be the biggest joke and then biggest lie ever. Uh, so it's going to be between Fitzpatrick and Heineke. I would expect Fitzpatrick to come out on top, even though he is way the fuck old. Running backs, you're going to have Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick man, prime, being the primary guys manning the backfield. Uh, Peyton Barber is still there to ruin everybody's fantasy day. Uh, Jonathan Williams also there. Uh, for some reason, they re-signed uh, Lamar Miller, which I didn't get. Uh, I'm pretty sure Bryce Love is not going to make this team. So all you Bryce Love truthers, um, I would just cut your dynasty shares, whatever you have. Wide receivers, you're going to have Terry McLaurin on one side. I do have Calvin Harmon still listed across from Terry McLaurin. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Got hurt before the season began. That's why he doesn't have a rating. Kind of giving up on Antonio Gandy-Golden. Kid out of Liberty. Um, But, I mean, a lot of these guys can actually produce if they got the opportunity. The problem is they're only going to get one or two opportunities a game. Uh, Curtis Samuel should fill in as the slot wide receiver. That would only make sense here, uh, backed up by Adam Humphreys. Offensive, uh, actually, no, tight end, Logan Thomas. Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle still a free agent. Te- uh, Temerick Hemaway would be the primary backup for right now. Uh, Marcus Baugh also involved here. If they could get, pardon me, if they could get Pitts, they would probably take Pitts for that tight end position, but I don't expect it. Um, as far as wide receivers go, We'll have to pay attention. If they go a high-end wide receiver, then it's probably to replace Kelvin Harmon. Um, And I would expect that out of that 19th overall uh, pick, probably not so much that 19th pick in the second round. So pay attention to that. Offensive line, you're going to have Grant Christian, Wes Schweitzer, uh, Chase Roulier, Brandon Scherf, and Morgan Moses. Pretty good starting front. They are they are one backup deep at each position at each position. Uh, so if they do any depth, uh, if they do attack any of this depth in here, it's probably going to be with that fifth rounder uh, at the very earliest. Everywhere else, I would expect to be uh, either a wide receiver or somebody on the defense. Speaking of defense, here we are. Uh, 
Uh, off-season losses, Thomas Davis, linebacker cut. He went back to Carolina to retire on the one-day contract. Fabian Moreau, uh, cornerback from Atlanta. Uh, Ryan Anderson, outside linebacker, from, uh, went to New York Giants. Ronald Darby, cornerback, went to Denver. Kevin Pierre-Lewis, linebacker, went to Houston. Now, who did they bring in? Daryl Roberts, cornerback from Detroit. William Jackson III from Cincinnati, and he ripped the shit out of Cincinnati uh, the other day as well. And then David Mayo, the inside linebacker from the New York Giants. So we're going to run it as a typical 4-3. Your defensive line is going to be Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, and Montez Sweat. Uh, pretty good starting four. They will need a little bit of depth at the defensive end positions. Uh, so expect that. Uh, linebackers from weak to strong. You got Kalecki Hudson, John Bostic in the in the middle, and Cole Holcomb. Uh they could pretty much use any type of linebacker that could fit in that 4-3 system, especially at the two outside, the weak and the strong side. Uh, middle linebacker should be fine. Free safety should be Cameron one Cameron Curl, and your strong safety will be Landon Collins. I think they're fine here in the safety positions. Uh, corners will be Kendall Fuller, William Jackson the third on the opposite side, and then Jimmy Moreland and Greg Stroman fighting it out in the slot. Uh, they're pretty stacked, so most of the, most of these picks I would expect to just be uh, depth ads uh, for most of it because they're going to try and make a run not only for that NFC East crown but also for the NFL title. Now, whether or not Ryan Fitzpatrick can lead them there or not, that's kind of the next question. Offensive free agents one, defensive free agents three for a total of four. They still have $18.4 million in cap space. So they're going to be very, very good uh, going into the draft year at the end of the year. So what do we have left? We do have the AFC and NFC North that we have to get to. I'm hoping to get that one recorded tomorrow. Um, my mid to late week is kind of hectic with work, um, but I am going to try and get into the draft spreadsheet. I'm going to add a little bit in there. Uh, I'm going to start kind of going position by position. Mostly what you'll what we'll be talking about on here will pertain um, to the. Uh, Skill position players, so quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Uh, those will be kind of the talking points. I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get into a little bit of the talking points of one of those positions. I just have not decided which one it's going to be. Um, if anything, it's probably what I'm aiming for is get the tight ends this week um, and then kind of move on to running backs, wide receivers, and then we'll leave the quarterbacks uh, for the last week there. So um, we're good to go. We got less than a month until the NFL draft in Cleveland. Um, and uh, I'm going to keep working, keep working, and I will get the draft needs written on those 
depth charts for the love of Christ. I just remembered today that I was supposed to do it. I really need to start writing shit down because man, I am getting fucking old, but, uh, until next time, you guys take it easy. We'll attack the North. Peace out.